Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, you are listening to Murder Hobros, a podcast where I stay in touch with my friends through the medium of a role-playing game. And this is our ninth episode of our second run of the Ghosts of Saltmarsh Dungeons and Dragons game. Once again, thank you for listening. And uh, we've had a huge spike this week, like never before. And it's wonderful. Country-wise, we're getting even more hits than than we've seen before from countries that we've never really had much of a presence in. I have no idea why we had a spike this week, but thank you if you're still listening with us when you hear this. And as always, if you want to connect with us on our socials, you can get us on Twitter, which is at MurderHobros. I'm going to throw you in to today's episode, and uh, there's a recap at the beginning, so have some theme music. Goodbye. Long story short, you guys returned back um, and relayed your information to the council of Saltmarsh. And now you have a new job offered to you. You um, were um, joined by an orc, half-orc butler called Verthig. And Verthig approached you guys. Sorry, I remember (laughs) what I did to him. Yeah, you're a bully. It made me laugh when I remembered like 20 minutes ago. I can't even remember any of this. Well... He approached you actually in the bar and um, then came oh, to yeah. when you was drunk and he came to the ship the next oh, morning. Oh, Jesus, yeah. It's a salvaging job. You're requested as salvagers to basically um, find a, a ship. You've got rough coordinates. Um, it's called Emperor of the Waves. Basically, this big old ship's lost at sea and... It's owned by a, a once super wealthy merchant who's basically tried to be clever and he's liquidized all of his assets and converted them into 
deeds. basically deeds and promissory notes worth a hundred thousand gold. He's lost his boat out at sea somewhere. He needs the deeds back. So somewhere on this boat, drifting out to sea, is uh, a lockbox, heavy, uh, supposed to be of shiny blue metal. Uh, it's packed inside a wooden crate branded with a large letter A, presumably for Orbrecht, which is his name, and he wants it back. He's preparing to offer you 10% fee, 10,000 gold pieces to recover it, which is big fucking money. And uh, you've got 200 gold pieces in advance. After bullying the half-orc butler, Verthig, you tattooed him with a contract, I believe, Shale. <laughs> and... about right. Yeah, it seems about right. Yeah. You've also acquired a crew. So you've um, Captain Shale, you've got First Mate Strand, Boson Uriel, Cook Nikas, <laughs> Quartermaster Nobby, Surgeon Dolores. <laughs> There's a halfling called Needles who can give you tattoos on the crew, four humans and Gore Tusk, a female half-orc. You've also got Oceanus and Ferrin uh, is going to stay in his sea grove back at the, uh, well, the outskirts of Saltmarsh. So you've got the coordinates. It is a fresh day. You can do whatever you like. You would roughly know um, the to get to the, the ship, it's around seven days max of, of travel. Um, we'll say it's a bright, sunny morning, say half nine, 10 o'clock. Um, the market is bustling in front of you in Saltmarsh and you're all aboard the Shiitake Sunrise. The crew are going around, doing their duties, making sure the ship's sea ready at the captain's call. What would you guys like to do? Uh, I'll, I'll call a uh, ship's meeting uh, on, the, on the main deck of the ship. Okay. The crew and uh, NPC crew members all come and join you on the main deck. Uh, listen, uh, you are part of the proud crew uh, of the long-established Shiitake Sunrise. You are all incredibly lucky to be aboard. And I'll be honest, I don't remember any of your names. But that's alright. You know that I'm the captain because I've got the hat. Uh, first of all, we're going to go for a ship and it's got some deeds on it. I need to know if any of you know how to crack a lockbox. The crew shiftily looks around each other. Um, Gortusk just puts a hand up. I could smash it. She says. Different type of crack, love. <laughs> Jeez. What about you, fish boy? Nah. nah. Well, wait, is the thing with us? The half elf, sea elf? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm directing this at you. I'm pretending that I've forgotten your name. Oh, Shianus is with you. Oh, Shianus is with us. Uh, uh, no, no idea. Oh, actually, do I know how to? Would I be privy <laughs> I to sunken ships and treasure as a triton? Do I care? I don't know. Have you got like. I think you'd be familiar with sunken ships. They're not an alien concept for you to have seen I don't know if you've got I don't know what your lock picking skills are no I don't have lock no it's, no no I don't I'm, no I don't well I I think we need one more crew member uh, any other supplies we need 
I'll kind of look to everyone. Food? I got that coming. Nobby is your quartermaster, and he just goes, well, I think, uh, well, we've got everything we need, Captain. All right, well, I'm going to take a couple of people aboard uh, the shore, uh, get the last of the supplies. The rest of you can queue up for your mandatory tattoos. <laughs> uh, there's some shifty, wary looks around the crew, and uh, Needles kind of like uh, puts his pipe out, claps his hands, and uh, gets his kit ready. And he says, uh, what will we be getting on then, boss? Uh, it's a mushroom on the end of a um, a long oar. So a cock. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like literally a penis. <laughs> Needles says, yeah, I could do that. Do I have to get it? Yes. <laughs> Can I tattoo him? Ne- needles goes, uh, I-, I could do it myself. Yeah, I can do it though. Make an intimidation check if you want. Two. <laughs> he just goes, Nah, I've got, I've, I've done all my own. I'll do, I'll keep doing it. Uh, can I also discreetly uh, slip needles um, a couple of gold? One to make mine slightly bigger than everyone else's, uh, <laughs> and two to make uh, Uriel slightly smaller than everyone else's. He happily takes it, yeah. Uh, Captain Shell, where are you getting your shiitake sunrise? Uh, I'm going to get it on my forearm. Beautiful. Str- Strand, where are you getting your uh, tattoo? Uh, uh, on his hand. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uriel, where are you getting your uh, your uh, shiitake? Um, I'm going to refuse. I'm going to brandish my uh, plus one longsword and put it right up to uh, <laughs> Needle's throat and say, if you fucking dare, and then just walk away. Uh, make an intimidation check. Alrighty. Three. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> That's a nat That's one. one. He, uh, he looks at you completely unfazed, this halfling with these mutton chop sideburns, and he's got like a sailor's hat on. Um, his pipe's in his mouth unlit. And he just takes it out of his mouth. He goes, it's all right. Don't worry. And he turns to the others and he goes, scared of needles. Needles Needles does say as you walk away, Uriel, and you can distinctly hear, I'll get him when he's asleep. <laughs> and um, Nikas, where are you getting your uh, tattoo? On the back of my right shoulder. <laughs> oh, Beautiful. <laughs> All right, Dolores is not happy, but she gets the tattoo um, on her back. And Gortusk adds it to a collection of other very strange tattoos. The humans are reluctant, but Gortusk, basically, her physical presence is enough to mean that they're all getting the fucking tattoo. Uh, And Needles puts it on his ankle. Uh, Oceanus passes out three times, but um, he gets the tattoo too. So as you are all tatted up and ready are you prepared to hit the sea yeah uh, can i do like i don't want to draw it out too much i wanted to try mm. and get one um someone that can crack saves and lock boxes as another member of the crew because uh, i know there's all this money worth in this one lock lock box mm. i'd rather be able to open it first and also i want to buy some sedatives <laughs> uh... <laughs> Nobody else worried about what he just said there. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll tell you that one of the humans thinks he's got some lock picking skills. He, uh, I'm going to say, is called. Uh, let's call him Gary. Gary. <laughs> yeah. Gary. Um, Gary. Gary. Gary Bindle. Gary Bindle. Uh, Gary Bindle probably used to be some sort of thief. You, Gary Bindle is equipped for uh, a little bit of the old lockpicking, he says, and it seems like he probably is. Uh, sedatives. What specific... Enough to no. knock someone out, enough to get a tattoo. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. Um, it would cost you, I don't know, a silver piece, but you managed to get some like uh, a glass vial of some powdery, foul-smelling substance off of one of the market stalls. Uh, it's a curious request, but it's within the realms of possibility, and you can add... Um, uh, just just to double-check. Um, they so call it uh, ye ketamine. <laughs> so, this... Uh, if I gave this to a person, they wouldn't feel a tattoo, right? They won't feel nothing. Would it kill a bird? It'd kill a, it'd kill a cat. I want to tattoo a bird as well. Oh, <laughs> oh what's your bird called? Tony? T- uh, Tony? Terry? Tony. Tony. He says, how, how big's your bird? I, I'll kind of hold out my arms. He goes, all right. No more than quarter of a teaspoon. All right. No spoons on the ship. Um, <laughs> thank you, mate. Pleasure. Um, so you're equipped, and I think if you're ready, you can cast off. So I've got a few little old tricks for travel. I know how many days it's going to take. I'm not going to tell you that yet. Because you've got roles, I might ask a couple of you to be doing jobs along the ship. The first thing I would like is, uh, let's get Captain Cheryl, you can make the first roll. Can you roll me a d20, please? Of course I can. Have a one. That's good, (laughs) actually. Um, all right. So you start to call the shots and the ship starts to uh, get out to sea, basically. Uh, Whilst you're out to sea and the first day of travel begins, um, I might give you some options. Let's go with first mate. Would you like to raise some morale, Strand? Yeah. How are you going to raise morale on your maiden voyage? Um fist fights and the winner gets some the night off and some booze okay uh i would like you to make a persuasion check please please roll a one please roll 13 um morale on board's average anyway uh it's an unusual way of raising morale but you do get a couple of people interested. Gore Tusk's up for a scrap and um, Needles is chuckling. Dolores wants to watch. The humans do not want to fight against her. It looks like no one really wants to fight against Gore Tusk. Would you like to have a little punch up with Gore Tusk? Yeah. Let's make a... Uh, just go straight contested athletics check. 22. Oh, fucking hell. You knock her clean out. <laughs> um, a jumping or flying headbutt, I reckon. She is flexing, warming up, and the crew's watching, and they're having a bit of a laugh. Uh, Needles' pipe is going, and some of the, the, the human crew members are kind of like saying, well, I'll put some money on Gore Tusk. She's much bigger than him. 
And uh, as she kind of just says, when you're ready, you she doesn't even get the whole word out and you leap through the air and just nutter right in the face and she's sparked clean out. Um, she hits the deck very, very hard. The crew are pissing themselves and when she comes to, she has to wipe blood from her face. She gets up, but she's grinning and uh, she is offering you a hand to help get her up. Are you going to help her up? Yeah, but I'll, I'm going to ready... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to ready my fist and just, or, no, a knee to just. She sees out. it and she does come up and she says, you didn't let me finish talking, uh, sir. But I'm the champion. She wipes the blood from her mouth and spits on the floor and she says, care for another? Always. Uh, roll once more. 20. Oh, you're rolling good. Um, this time uh, you swing and she ducks and tries to get some punishing blows in on your ribs. Uh, They're they're not enough to cause you any severe pain. And as she's hitting your ribs, um, you can strike her. Give me a flavor for a strike. What you're going to do is she's body blowing you. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Blowing raspberries. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, she's doing that. Uh, I'm just gonna wild haymaker her at the side of the neck. (laughs) Yeah, because of the height difference. Uh, yeah, you do wild haymaker in the side of the neck, and she goes, "Ow!" And she goes, "Why did you hit me there?" And I'm the champion. Yeah, you're the champion. And the guys are laughing. Needles is chuckling and he rolls back and actually falls off of a barrel that he's sitting on. And um, Gore Tusk goes, yeah, you win. Brilliant. And guys are laughing. And I'm going to say um, morale stays the same. It wasn't bad. It wasn't enough on your... Uh, the DC was actually quite high to make a significant improvement. But the crew's the crew, the crew crew are, you know, they're happy enough. Um, can, can I take that moment? So Shao's going to come like... Everyone wait there. I've got something for this. He's going to run into his captain's quarters um, mm. and kind of run back. Uh, and he's going to be holding like a nice silk pillow. Now this is the pillow of power. This dates back years and years and years. And it was in the captain's room when I took over. This goes to any one of you who betters that man. And this is a sign of power within the ship. So anyone can get it. At the moment, you just got to beat him. And I'll present it to Shale. Uh, to Strand, Sh- that's me. Yeah. Strand, can you make one more persuasion check? I'll say that um, basically the captain's giving you advantage. So I'll take a second persuasion check from you. Because it might improve. Oh, 18. That is. Uh, I'm, I'm taking 14. Uh, I want the first one. Sorry, mate. Um, but And that is one away from the DC. Ah. Um, the morale's not going to go up, but your crew's perfectly content, and they're they they're whistling whilst they're working. You know, you got a good happy crew. Uh, the first I've, day, I've also put a target on your back. Yeah, yeah, you have. Um, and I'll, you did I'll see... just kill any of them though. <laughs> Gortus did eye up distinctly that pillow. Yeah, but she'll get another throat punch. So yeah, <laughs> um, the first day passes easy enough. I'm assuming you've got routines for at sea. Um, and it's, you know, it's good sailing. It's good sailing weather. And you head out on course, it seems, uh, nicely out to sea. 
How are you doing? Who's responsible for um, night watches? Who's sorting all this out? Uh, I imagine it's a, a rotor-based system invo- uh, not involving me in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> okay. So yeah. how are you, as a captain, Shale, is the, have you, I'm assuming you have one person in the crow's nest and crew manning their stations yeah. through the night. Um, so obviously, like people like anyone in charge of ship repair and stuff, but uh, I imagine I'll kind of set two or three other people uh, rotation throughout the night. Say if you're found asleep at your post, we push you off off the boat. <laughs> and, and it won't be a threat. It'll just put in. No, no, I believe you. <laughs> okay, the first night passes absolutely fine. Um, some of you guys are obviously not familiar with being at sea, and you're getting used to it. It's absolutely uh, fine. You, 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 you know, your hands are. Uh, getting blistered maybe from dealing with the ropes and it's hard work, it's physical, uh, but you're getting used to it. And the crew is actually an experienced crew and they're doing their job. Um, Sean, would you roll me a d20, please, mate? Yeah, Uh, 15. 15, nice. Uh, Day two comes around. Uh, You wake up at sea, you get your uh, rations, your hard biscuits, You've got some, you probably got some sort of ale, some watered down ale as, as, as liquid. There's obviously water barrels as well. Uh, How and good probably is this some food? fresh fruit. How well is yeah. Nikas done? Nikas, make a survival check for me, please. <laughs> survival. It's mostly rat. No, I'm, I am going to use my emissary of the sea ability. <laughs> to talk to what? To talk to fish. <laughs> Well, I, I jump down, and talk then, to fish to get all their buddies, and then, and then catch them. And then catch them. Could you, <laughs> could you, could you boil yourself for me? <laughs> just basically, yeah. basically. Oh my god! So I'm going to commit all, right. all your friends, delicious friends, to come near me. Delicious <laughs> friends. <laughs> and then just catch them. So survival. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm going to give you advantage on this. This is cruel as anything. Yeah. Seventeen. On a seventeen, you the ocean offers you. A harvest of different uh, fish, uh, even an octopus. It's very sad as you like basically kind of like speak in Aquan to nearby fish and say, "Come up, uh, let's have a chat." It's like that story uh, from the bring your friends. Fucking, it's like a story from Alice in Wonderland. The it's horrible. The thing and, the, and the oysters, and he just ate them all. You spear Nemo's mum, <laughs> yeah. and then you scoop up. Uh, a, a wonderful uh, harvage, harvest of, of, of fish and, and substances. And the quality of food as a result is exquisite. Fresh from the sea, uh, actually very well cooked, as once again, we've established that you probably don't have fire at home. Yeah. So well, somehow... Maybe magic fire, I don't you, know. Yeah, magic, magic fire was, a, was the, the thing, I think, but... Um, you, you, you're enjoying cooking and actually pretty damn good at it. Can I ask, how long does it take to learn a language? <laughs> that is a hard question ages. to answer. Yeah, a long, long while. Would you like to start trying? Yeah, I want to see if uh, me and Oceanus, I can understand, because he has to tell me telepathically, right? What he's, because he can't talk. Yeah. Can't. So I'm going to try and I see. I think so. Trying to Who's get... this Oceanus? Again? He's the um the shell. How yeah. far away is their language? Your, your language. I don't know because my one's primordial, which is like the 
the daddy language and then the sub languages are the the ones that he speaks one of the ones that he speaks mm. so it's like portuguese um, and spanish like well then they're not that far apart are they yeah. no there, there's definitely some similar roots there i would say um let's go with an intelligence check intelligence check okay saving throws just eight oh fuck <laughs> eight uh i'm gonna say uh you try and start to learn and it's not coming naturally uh once you generate a certain number of successes i can start to tally things up for you sure. it's gonna take some time okay. you think you've basically got general greetings but he keeps seeming to be quite pissed off with your pronunciation sure. um he keeps sending you lisp and, it, and you can see it's really <laughs> annoying him uh so that's not a success yet okay. uh day one unless you guys have something specific goes fine um that's lee would you right. want me a d sorry day two sorry d, would you want me a d20 for the night please lee 17 yep passes absolutely fine another night at sea and um you're kind of you was hugging the coast and now you're starting to get into deeper sea you see a, a boat out at sea uh in the distance looks to be some sort of merchant ship uh your scouts i suppose up in the crow's nest can confirm that from the colors that they're flying and that's it Day three. Did Uriel notice anything about his food last night? Uriel, make a perception <laughs> check. Fuck you. Jesus. Four. Natural one. <laughs> no, it's a natural one. Natural one. Uriel, you have a very deep sleep. And <laughs> oh, on the third morning at sea, you wake up with a terrible pain. Where is this pain coming Don't from? Don't say forehead. His chest. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Straight down the centre of his chest. In the centre of your chest Christ. is a... Uh, Looks like uh, fucking Brock Lesnar. I was going to say Brock Lesnar, yeah. <laughs> but a tiny you have a Brock, Brock Lesnar <laughs> mushroom on an oar. Very phallic. Um, and it's red raw. It looks like it's bled and scabbed in the night. Oh. It's unpleasant. And Tony. I don't Who? think we did the bird. I don't think we could actually <laughs> do a bird. <laughs> you could try. Um, day three, I might make someone... Who's the quartermaster? Uh, that's that would, what's his name that's it's, nobby isn't it yeah uh all right nobby is navigating and uh he's completely in control he's in his element and um can see can you roll me a d20 please d20 go 19 uh in fact can everyone roll a perception check for me please Perception. Nine. God, these rolls, boys. Eight. <sighs> Nine, eight, eleven. Smashing it. Fourteen. Strand, you are looking out to sea and you see some distinctive fins. You see three fins following the um, ship. Rather shark like, it seems. Ooh. Look out, it's fucking triangles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call for Nickass. Nickass, you see the the um, the fins cut in the water as well. Can you make a nature check with advantage, please? Sixteen. Uh, these most definitely are reef sharks. They are rather large. They hunt in packs. Generally, they're, this is an unusual place for them. There must be a coral reef or something around here because they do seem to prefer shallow waters or reefs. Um, they can be between... Well, these look somewhere between six to ten feet long. They're pretty big. 
Um, they do seem to be following the ship, but, you know, they're in the sea. They're not going to fucking fly in at you. Are they beasts that can breathe water? Obviously. Yes. Okay. How fast are we traveling? You were traveling... That's a very awkward question for you to answer. You were traveling How many nautical knots? No, I mean, is it more than 60 for six seconds? Five miles an hour. Oh, that's walking speed. Yeah, they go quite slow and steady. Okay, I'll just... Just t tie a rope around yourself and we can tug you back if they chew you up. Sure, thank you. So I tie a rope, jump in, see them from a distance, obviously, not to get too close. And then mm. just try and they communicate. As soon as you splash in, they do come closer quite rapidly. What are you going to be saying to these? Uh, simple idea, just like, go away. Like, stop following us, you know. Because <laughs> I can't tell the shark to stop, can they? Okay, so just turn around. Like... Make, a <laughs> make, a, make a persuasion check. Persuasion. 23. As soon as you basically request, like, stop following us. Go somewhere else. They turn rapidly and swim off. Nice. Nice one. Um, Nikas, you get pulled back aboard or you climb back aboard and the ship continues on its journey. Sand, can you roll me another d20, please? 18. All right. Third night passes. Easy enough. Um, ship's running quite nicely. Everyone's happy. Crew are doing their jobs. You're finding your respective bunks adequate. Uh, Food seems quite good, actually. Nikas is a pretty good cook, and everything's running smoothly. There is some song and dancing, um, well, some song on the main deck uh, this night. Light song. Someone pulls out, like, a misery chord, uh, one of the humans, and um, turns out Dolores is quite a good singer, and she does a little turn on the deck and sings a sad um, sea shanty that's pretty good. And then the song, before you know it, stops, and people go back to their duties. The next morning is the fourth day at sea. Um, Shale, will you roll me a d20, please? Sorry, Strand. You two, your names fuck me up every time. <laughs> Strand, sorry. I called him me, so... Yeah, I know, it's fucking you up. That's bad, isn't it? We Wasn't there a game when we, yeah. we all had the same fucking name? Yeah, almost? yeah it was yeah. my game, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. That was a nightmare. Hey! Wait, is that good or bad? Oh my gosh. <coughs> this is not good. A kraken. <laughs> it better not be a kraken. This morning, the fourth morning out at sea, Nobby's up in the crow's nest. And you just hear him going, he's got a telescope to his eye. He's going, oh my god, god, oh my god, there's a bloody blue house. And he, he's shouting up mm. at the top of the crow's nest. And he's pointing to one side of the ship. And I'm guessing you guys start to look. And Nobby is pointing out, basically, there's three whirlpools. Um, Fuck. Oh, shit. Very close to ship. Uh, and you're basically going to have to navigate between them. There's two to your uh, port side and uh, one to your starboard side. And your course is basically going to have to go bang between them. Unless you want to, I don't know, do something crazy. Uh, it's possible, but... These have, have they, well. I think we're going to have to brand Nobby for being a shit lookout. Uh, <laughs> he's going, they just come out out of nowhere. I'm not shit. <laughs> and, um, well, how the fuck are we going to do this? So, you see these whirlpools. Who is basically, uh, who's in the driving seat here? 
Who's what the, the, cap- the um, captain's the, the captain's wheel? Well, oh, the no. captain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was you. All right, captain. Um, I'm gonna say, as the captain, um, you should make me an intelligence check, I guess, to navigate your crew through this. I can deal with that. Intelligence or survival, your choice. Let's go for just... I'm, I'm an intelligent man. I've got no problems. 19. Oh, all, my gosh. All I do is I, I just change my hat. I do a click and I summon a mage hand. So I'm steering this wheel with three hands. I look fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. badass. I'm on a stool. <laughs> uh, I and, and it's a full-size wheel. You're, you're, you do make it look badass. Uh, at one point, you have to hold the hat onto your hair as the wind kind of pick onto your head. Sorry, as the wind picks up. The mage hand this, does that. Excellent, and you have this epic moment with sheer concentration as the ship kind of like banks hard to the starboard side as it as it almost skims around where the current would draw it into the whirlpool, and you start to cruise past this danger zone. Everyone else, can you please make a perception check for me, please? I imagine I'm hanging onto the wheel. You know those things that knife throwers have that they strap the lady onto and throw the knives around? I look like one of them just for a second and do a full 360. Oh, wow. On a 21 strand, uh, you start looking at these um, whirlwinds and this this blue hole sort of reference catches you, Nobby referring to it as a blue hole. Um, And you get a very strong look at these whirlpools as you start to cruise past them. Can you make an intelligence check for me, please, Strand? Not what you're built to do. <laughs> no. Four. Four. Um, hmm. You think you see something in these whirlpools. They're... If you're talking about 22-foot diameter pools, um, they're not too fast speed wise uh, the, the, the pressure and the power that they're generating is nothing too intense but looking in the well the eye of the, the whirlpool itself it almost shimmers in a way that's alien to water and um, it's almost like you see something on the other side and you know you've heard of like mirages in the desert you're not in the desert and it's like a glimmer a blue shine like almost a metallic glimmer as you kind of spin past this whirlpool without it just just pulling you in and you don't know what it is but there's something in in the eye of these whirlpools and just as as you spot this and your brain can't fathom it um captain shale pulls the ship out and you start to get on calmer seas as the whirlpool start to recede by I'm going to, again, shout for Nickass. Would I have any idea what that is? Yeah, make a... um, I'll say, make an intelligence check. I'll give you advantage. Intelligence. Do you know what in the shitballs that was about? Natural 20, minus 119. Yeah, you do. These are whirlpools... They seem to be connected to the elemental plane of water. 
they're like portals to another plane of existence. Oh, okay. Very rare. Where but... we would all die. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'm yeah, not a there. place you'd probably want. Yeah, you'd be all right. <laughs> and Oceanus would. These are very bad whirlpools to get sucked into for a ship. That could have been and, a TPK um, straight away. <laughs> like, literally. It would have been like, hey, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, and that's, and what that's what they are. Me, Captain. <laughs> Lovely, Jubbly. You had a choice. Did you say we had a choice? Yeah. <laughs> you just, you just, well, I like, I like the whole thing of this is that everyone just followed anyway. I, yeah. I, I got the willingly. fucking hat. That was your choice. <laughs> All right. Uh, fourth day passes without uh, incident. Sean, can you roll me a d20, please, for the fourth night? Four. Lovely jubbly. Uh, the fourth night passes fine i would like a survival check please nickass for your cooking with these provisions survival here we go (laughs) you've absolutely fuck up um the next meal and three of the crew members are being sick we all eat that puffer fish bit that with a neuro and i'd like all of you player characters to please make a constitution saving throw 15. You're okay. Natural one for Nickass. Oh, Nickass. That's <laughs> a fucking diarrhea yourself. right there. <laughs> <laughs> Deli belly. Nickass, for day five, you um, are so sick, all of your um, ability, all of your checks basically are at disadvantage. Okay, cool. And unfortunately, uh, three of the crew are also suffering. Uh, and that is going to demoralize the crew a little bit. Uh, food's important to keep their energy up. And they don't like the way you cooked that fish. It Something was rank about it. Maybe you have some things to learn about fire. And he yeah, there's, this time. <laughs> there's some really upset <laughs> stomachs. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay. That was the one, two, three, four. That was the fifth night, wasn't it? Fourth night, sorry. Bearing that in mind, on the fifth day, with morale down, would anyone like to try and... Uh, fix the situation a little bit. Yeah, go on then. Uh, are you going to punch your way to better morale? <laughs> yeah. You get the sick people to fight each other. <clears throat> is is that what you want to do? No, no. <laughs> Tell me what you want to do. Uh, I'm going to make, try and make a warming broth for everyone. Okay. Um, make a persuasion check. As you're doing the rounds. 17. Then. You're it turns out an unusual first mate, your instincts being slightly rough around the edges, but your nature itself is pretty good at morale raising, morale raising. And you going around getting broth and um, doing the rounds to all of the crew and giving them all face time makes them feel valued and they're no longer demoralized. You've got back them back to where they should be. Shawnee, on this fifth day, is there anything you want to do to the captain? <laughs> um, take, take there are many, shots at him yeah. from the fucking crow's nest. Yeah, I think there are many Ooh, things. Hide, I'd like the to do to captain. <laughs> hide the hat. Hide the hat on the crow's um, nest or something. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, Tony and I would like to 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 go and uh, you know barge in on the in the, in the captain's quarters and have a little face to face with with the with the with Mister Shale there. Give Tony the hat. Ooh. Okay. Um, so we'll say it's around 
what time of day would you like to do this on the fifth day at sea um i don't know everyone's being sick so i assume like quite early because that will really piss shale off i assume he's probably like a really heavy sleeper so like barge in there nice and early wake him up so he's caught off guard so i can kind of uh yeah get the advantage on that one i think okay half eight in the morning shale are you still in bed no, there's a mirror in this room, and I don't think Shale's <laughs> had a mirror before, so he's a hundred percent trying to look at his own asshole when you walk in. Uriel, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you storm the door open. Your blood hawk Tony flutters its wings and then squawks and backs up onto your shoulder as you see uh, Shale bending over, trying to stare into his own butthole in the mirror. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, I, I look. A look at the uh, a look at the, oh, the, the the winking eye and uh, say, uh, <laughs> "Is Captain Shale here?" <laughs> oh, the other end, mate. Okay, okay, okay. I need to have a word with you, Sunshine. Uh, I uh, now, the food's. Uh, <laughs> hang on, listen, hang on. Hear, hear me, uh, hear me, hear me. No, hang on. I'll, I'll stop you there. I'm from the Underdark. I fucking hate the sunshine. So you've just fucking insulted me before we've even started. So what's your tone, mate? I do not take kindly to, to your actions uh, two or three nights ago. I've woken up with this with this disgusting dirt across my chest, phallic symbol. Tony, he, he, he's you and the, 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 the funny man with all the ink on him were, were, were laughing and, and poking things at me while I slept because of bloody Nick Ass's awful food. I, I want an explanation. Tell me now, as captain, why I don't just 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 have a mutiny right now. <laughs> you ever had friends before, Uriel? I've got Tony. <laughs> I did have a family, but we won't go into that. Alright, well imagine whatever happened to your family didn't happen and you were the only one that wouldn't do something. And that upset the rest of your family. That that wouldn't be good, would it, for everyone else? You wouldn't want your whole family being upset, would you? It depends what the act is, whether it's, you know, murdering people or, you know, stealing from somebody. I wouldn't understand. But if it's, you know, uh, a get together and sing a little song around the campfire. Maybe they, want, uh, maybe they wanted a family portrait and you're the only miserable fucker that wouldn't stand up and have one painted. Against my will? You know what? I, I, I'd rather... The, the family come to me and talk to me sensibly rather than put some 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 goddamn drugs in my in my food or whatever you guys did and do this against my will wouldn't you want to take me aside as a as, as a proper captain sit me down talk to me say it's about camaraderie and, and goodwill between all men then maybe 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 i would have thought about you know joining in with this well listen i ain't a proper captain and oh I'm obviously your family are dead so we both are lucky look You've got a chance here. You've not given people a chance in quite a while, I can tell. You and me, we're, we're quite alike, but I don't want to be here, but I'm making best of what i got. I'm not much in the Underdark, and up here I seem to have stumbled on something, making a bit of a new life for myself. Same goes for you. You've got a chance here. You've got a family around you, no matter how ugly or smelly they are. And without on your chest... They think you're family. You know what I mean? 
Well, if you're going to be the captain around here and you don't want any trouble from me, I suggest if you're going to if you're going to Im- impose uh, these it. sanctions upon people, uh, I suggest maybe you, you take them to one side and have a little chat, have a little sit down. And you know, your your words are very compelling right now. But when when we were up on the deck and you said everyone had to get this this monstrosity tattooed upon them, I didn't really take kindly to that. You want the pillow, don't you? Oh, I'd love the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what I'll do. Tonight, I'll let Strand drink as much as he wants. And then, you challenge him while he's half cut, all right? Mm, how about we change things up? Uh, I want retribution, and clearly, I'm not going to get it on you. So, uh, I think I want to take out the man that did this monstrosity to me. So, how about you give that alcohol to Needles, and I'll punch the fuck out of him later on. <laughs> Don't hurt his beautiful hands, though. I've got... I, I intend on having a few more crew and making a few more contracts, so I need his hands. I'll I'll leave the hands alone. Feet, kneecaps, you know, uh, spleens, eyeballs. We'll we'll, we'll we'll go full hog, but we'll leave the hands alone. You're really fucked up. Like, I've like, did you kill them? Oh, That's what I've got to ask. oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave the room. Uh, yes (laughs) now do they always look like this and I'll bend over again (laughs) I'm going to poke around the corner and just say mine doesn't look like that poke around the corner (laughs) mine doesn't look like that that'll give the biggest fucking complex in the world (laughs) mine's black red mate (laughs) oh god uh, as you leave, uh, the day passes uh, without much uh, effect. It gets the weather-wise; it's starting to turn, like clouds start to form, and there's a light rain. It's a bit grimmer doing the job today, as the rain starts to come down, and it's cold. But people are working hard. Um, as the evening comes around, Uriel, um, you have a perfect opportunity to approach Needles. Should you wish, are you saying that you want Needles to be drunk as fuck and so, you just want yeah, to spark for, him for this evening? Can I? like pull sails down we'll have a slow night mm. like lax responsibility uh and then have a bit of a we'll open a couple of barrels we'll spend a couple of extra rations and we'll have like a bit of a better night we'll encourage and we'll try and up morale and i'll make sure needles glass is full at all times <laughs> wonderful can you make a persuasion check with advantage please uh me or sand uh I'll say uh sand for this one just for uh, the crew's morale, this is probably going to help. Even uh, 18. Yeah, crew, crew are loving this. Um, this. This pace of work and balance between duty of care and enjoyment whilst doing the job is working for this body of, 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 of crew members. And Needles is enjoying the opportunity to get drunk. And he does. He starts to sway a little bit, this little halfling. And um, he's puffing on his pipe, chuckling and cracking jokes with the crew. Uriel, you yeah. see that he has got to the vulnerable point of being half cut. Yeah, I think I'd like to to approach him, um, not not in a in a super angry way, um, but um, I I, I want to sort of ask him a question. So I just kind of walk up to him and say, "Needles, yeah, yeah." 
Um, I was just wondering if you could, um, do you remember the other night, I mean, uh, that was, yeah, it was hilarious, obviously, you know, uh, me getting drugged and, and tattooed and stuff. Um, I, I noticed that um, you, you never took care of Tony. Uh, you've met Tony, right? Um, he's in this other room. Um, I was just wondering if you'd like to, to, to come and, you know, uh, sit down with him, maybe discuss some options of some, you know, potential, you know, uh, hawk inking. Tattoo that red hawk? Yeah. I've never done. Oh, I could well, now. Yeah, yeah. Walk with me. I'll, I'll like grab him, you know, sort of by the shoulder, and you know, kind of uh, walk him to a, to an empty room. He uh, walks with you from the main deck. You've got uh, the captain's cabin on the main deck. You've got uh, Strand's uh, cabin on the main deck. Uh, where do you sleep? You're on the second deck uh, next I to am, the hold, yeah, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. So uh, you take him down the stairs from the main deck into yeah. uh, the hold and into your uh cabin if you wish yep yeah and then um sort of let let him walk into the room first and then he discovers that um yeah tony's just kind of perched there upon you know one of the the desks or or chairs or whatever and then um he'll sort of turn around and look at me and i'll just kind of um brandish my long sword and put it up against his throat and and sit him down on the chair and and kind of get you know super close that's really really uncomfortable and uh, kind of have a few words with him and um, basically tell him off, really. He gulps as soon as the blade's at his throat, and he goes, uh, can I do for you, Uriel? Bosun, me old mate? Yeah, that's not really going to work, is it? So uh, I know that you are a pretty shady man. I'm not just saying just because you're a tattooist and all this kind of thing, but um, have you ever taken advantage of anybody whilst <laughs> they were passed out and you've, you've you've inked them because if you have, you're a very despicable man, and I think you should probably pay for that. Uh, make an intimidation check with advantage. Uh, you're coming okay. across like the guy from the in between us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nineteen. Uh, he instantly goes, "Yeah, you're right. That was a real mistake. I know you're a decent person, my bosun." Uh, uh, how can I make this right? You don't have to hurt me. I'm, I'm, I'm put my hands up, and his hands are up. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't play that well, did I, mate? What can no, I do? no, you didn't. So, um, what we're gonna do here is, I've had a word with Captain Shale, and he's allowed me to do absolutely anything I want, just as long as I don't lay my hands upon yours. Your hands, that is. Uh, apparently, you've got quite the talent, as you can see. And I'll just like pull a, pull apart my armor, and you'll see this awful sort of phallic kind of tattoo uh, across <laughs> my chest that's all like scabbed up and and red raw and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Is 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 that what you'd call your finest work, Mister Needles? I could cover it. I could cover it with anything you like. I'm very talented. I tell you, I had a bit of smoke in my eye when I was doing that, and I can see I can better it. Okay, I'm going to give you one... I'm going to give you a couple of options. So, you can either uh, meet me up on the upper deck. We'll get a few people around. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll form a little circle. And, um, you know, we, we, can, we can have a little, uh, a little battle for, for, let's say, number one contendership for that uh, silky little pillow up there. Or you can make this right and you can uh, turn this, this, this awful phallic symbol into something noble. <laughs> I, I want to, uh, to honour... Honor the memory of my of my family, and I want to I want to emblazon Tony as as my as my confidant uh, across my chest. But as Captain Shaler says, 
we're a family here. I know we need to get on. And I'd like to, at the end of the day, whether it's I've punched you in the face or you've rectified this, I'd like to shake your hand and carry on in this mission. But you need to either do a good job or you need to put up a good fight. What is your choice? That's an easy choice. Uriel, you're big, you are scary, and I'll be honest, I wronged you, didn't I? Yes. Let me put a beautiful piece of art on your chest uh, as a, a token from me to make this right. You, you're a good man. You do I'll do really drunk. <laughs> Not now, <laughs> of course. You know, I, wanna, I don't want to do it now. Like, I'll, I'll do you a blood hawk. Yes. I'll do you a blood hawk, a beautiful blood hawk, like Tone over there, and you can be proud of it. And that'll be one small part of my way of making it right to you. And if you'll let me, I want to I wanna be your friend. You're a good man. And he puts his hand out with the blade still at his throat, and he says, will you let me? I'll, um, I'll pull down the blade, I'll uh, grab his hand, and then pull him, like, sort of super close to me, so we're, you know, within... You know, nose to nose almost, and I'll, I'll uh, say quietly, this better be the best goddamn bloodhawk that you've ever done in your life. Otherwise, sir, I can't be responsible for mine and Tony's actions. Are we clear? He gulps and he nods and he says, I feel so sober. It's unbelievable. Let me get my needles. Let's do this. As he goes to walk away, I'll pull him back one more time and I say, and as I'm part of this family... You will redo my mushroom on an oar slightly smaller on the on on my on my shoulder blade. Yeah, that'll make it right <laughs> with 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 Captain Shale. Uh, brilliant. Uh, he nods. He smiles and goes off and gets his his kit. Uh, it takes a couple of hours, maybe three hours actually. It's painful. It's a big cover up job, but you can see that. Your words struck a chord with Needles. Needles isn't a bad guy. He's just misguided. And um, he does a beautiful piece of art. Covers your chest uh, right over your heart, basically. But um, this was wonderful, resplendent, wings spread. Very sailory tattoo, actually, uh, across your chest of, of a bloodhawk. And um, whilst you've still got the uh, the patience for it, he adds a small shiitake mushroom standing on an oar on your shoulder and he sighs puts his pipe out and says i think i uh i think that's the best tattoo i've ever done um i'll um i'll take him um to captain shale's room where he's got a mirror and uh, i'll knock on the door just in case he's not um you know trying to check himself out again um (laughs) i don't know (laughs) No. Okay, so I'll um, I'll gingerly sort of open the door, peeking my head around the corner, hoping not to see uh, you know, any any chocolate starfishes, and um, uh, ch- check out this uh, piece of artwork in the mirror. And then if it's as if it's as good as you say it is, then I'll uh, sort of uh, I'll, I'll look at uh, needles and uh, pop out my hand for him to shake and 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 give him the old sort of uh, nod of approval. He. Uh... He shakes your hand. It is as good as you thought and, and better. He's done a very good job. He's clearly put his effort into it. And uh, he's, he just looks at you and smiles. And he says, uh, I'm sorry, mate. Uh, are we good? We're good. Let's go get shit-faced. Okay, cool. Um, and you, you do. This night, I need to know specifically who's on duty at one in the morning. Uh, Shale's not gonna 
um, saying I think he wouldn't have assigned a duty, but he's going to quietly do it himself. Uh, he's not really going to drink much, and he doesn't want to make a big deal of it because he still wants to be seen as this kind of laissez-faire people. But he's starting to take his job more seriously. Brilliant. So Shao's on duty. Uh, I've got some, uh, unless you tell me otherwise, I've got some uh, mechanic things here that basically means that I reckon at one in the morning there might actually be like around eight crew quietly milling about. Do you want to upgrade the crew to eight or downsize it? Is it just you on duty? Uh, I, imagine, I imagine like the, they're very light duties. The ship's been kind of closed down as much as it can. It's not really operating at maximum capacity. But there needs to be people kind of checking out, and mm. there are people that can be called. So we'll say four crew. Yeah. Who of the crew would you like working? Uh, I'll have. Uh, I'll go. I'll have my quartermaster. Who's in charge of re uh, repairing ships? That would be Sean Uriel. So Nobby's on duty with you. Um, I, I've kind of given uh, Uriel the night off. Uh, I'll have the orc because I don't. I guess we don't want that orc getting too drunk. Yep, uh, Gortusk. And, uh, and then I'll have uh, the thiefy. Actually, Gary Bindle. You, actually, Nickass, are you are you a big drinker? <laughs> Not really, but I'm uh, currently sick, so uh, I'm at a disadvantage. Uh, I'll, I'll call cool. you on, <laughs> Nickass. Uh, I need one more. That's for me. Oh, okay. Two. The oh, rest of you... Uh, yeah, let's have Gary Bindle all as well. <laughs> Fucking Gary Bindle. I love Gary Bindle. He's going to come in clutch, I know it. Yeah. All right, so you've got four guys on crew. At half one in the morning, uh, I'm guessing the regular crew are either passed out drunk or taking the opportunity to, to sleep. Uh, going through the... You guys, basically. Strand. First mate, what are you doing at uh, one in the morning? Probably milling about. Shots, shots, shots. Yeah, <clears throat> getting people drunk. <clears throat> uh, I, uh, I'm going to say that uh, at one a.m. the the crew that are not on duty have retired. They're they're either fucked or just asleep, conserving their energies. Are you still milling on deck? Yeah, I'm milling about somewhere. Uriel, what are you doing at one in the morning? Um, I think at this point, myself and Needles would have probably um, had quite quite the evening, you know, uh, laughing and oh, joking yeah. about what's happening. You know, we're sort of drunkenly got a, a, a glass in one hand and, you know, our arm around each other, sort of singing sea shanties. I, I have no idea what a nice. sea shanty is. He's like singing along and I'm like, ah, 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 smiling. And then every now and then we'll we'll clink glasses and go, way. And then I'll like <laughs> scratch my chest because it's really fucking painful. But then I just yeah. drink some more, so. And then, and then half halfway through, you find yourselves at the front of the ship. <laughs> and then he starts singing, "Every night in my dreams, I see you." Brilliant. So you two are still on deck. Um, and Nikas, where are you? I at one in the morning. I'm reading a book, "Fire for Dummies," and uh... <laughs> <laughs> on the toilet. Can you guys position your characters? Uh, where you'd like on the map so you've got upper deck and uh where i'm pinging on the map that's the main deck as well so you've got the upper deck uh fore and aft and you've got the main deck so we've got nikas at the front we've got uh uriel at the front i'm going to put this guard figure there that he's got his arms around you that's needles um, <laughs> shells just stroking your new tattoo um, bindles yeah. is in the uh crow's nest 
So Bindles is in the crow's nest. He's got bad breath and no one wants to talk to so him. So we've got Shale <laughs> uh, at the tiller. Nob- Nobby needs to be around as well. So let me add Nobby onto there. Um, Nobby's going to be kind of at the aft with the captain. Uh, Gore Tusk we need. Gore Tusk's going to be on the main deck. Uh, all right. And that's it. It's night. It's a dark night. The sea is calm. Um, the moon's barely visible because of the cloud cover through the day. And it looks like the clouds have gotten substantially darker. You guys would expect that the the ship that you're searching for is probably close. This derelict vessel, you could have already, like the course that you've been plotting, could have stumbled across it. So you're anticipating a sighting of of this ship at, at any point. Could everybody on the deck make a perception check for me, please? Seven. Oh no, twenty. Sorry, natural twenty. Oh my god, Nickass. Your ears pick up something in the water, and being naturally attuned to the water, you recognise the sound of something swimming. Or a couple of splashes, and you're like, is that fish? And you look down, and bobbing in the water, right underneath where you are, is 9, 10, 18, 20, 20 humanoid shapes in the water. And because you nat 20'd it, you look down and see them in alarm, and you recognise the facial features. And they haven't seen you clock onto them, but swimming, bobbing along the water are 20 Sahuagin. Oh, fuck. Fucking hell. <laughs> Everyone's pissed. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so bad. I had it in my head, night five. Night five is when it happens. <laughs> Jesus. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.